Let's be radically honest. There's a reason why you decided to become the professional or entrepreneur that you are today. Is it safe to say that it wasn't to be away from those you love or sacrifice yourself and your health while doing it? What if you could create the life and business of your dreams without working harder? What if stress and overwhelm were a thing of your past? Entrepreneurial success coach Ranchelle Van Bryce is here to guide you through letting go of comparison and imposter syndrome so that you can stop making a living and start creating your epic life. Hello, 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 and welcome, whether you're here with me live or you're listening afterwards. I'm so excited to have you here today on Inspired Choices Network. My name is Ranchelle Van Bryce. You are here with me on Ignite Your Success with Ranchelle. Today, today's uh, show is all about how to create a purpose-driven business uh, that makes a positive impact. And so um, this is something that is so near and dear to my heart. I think, you know, I started looking, you know, to live my life on purpose at a very young age um, and didn't even really know that that's what I was searching for in my 20s became more aware of the word purpose in my 30s. And so it's been a trek for me. It's been, it certainly has been a journey. And so, you know, today I want to share with you some of the wisdom and insights uh, that will help you take your business to this next level. And, you know, one of the things I guess is I'm calling in all conscious entrepreneurs. So as an expert for me um, in conscious entrepreneurship, I've seen firsthand the power of aligning your business, excuse me, with your spiritual values. And what happens when you do that? And so this is is all about that, taking a look at um, maybe how you're keeping your values and your business separate or your values and business and life separate and, and amalgamating it all. Because truthfully, how we show up in one area of our life is how we show up in another area. And one of the things that I have found is that if there's a value disconnect, um, and maybe not even being aware of a value disconnect, you'll find yourself in a situation where things don't quite work out the way that you want to, right? So what do I mean by that? So, you know, when I um, had the Curves franchises, I um, had two young children, and a value that I had was family, and it still is, but I'm speaking about curves in the past, right? So it was family and uh, and love. And so as I was building my business, um, what was being pulled at me, what I struggled with was being away with my, um, with my, from my family. So if you have like me, this value of family is important. And it was my immediate family, like like my children and my husband, that they were really, really important. And so building a business for me, because I had curves uh, locations in seven different cities, uh, was a disconnect of what I, what my actual value was. And so, of course, you have these value disconnects. And that, for me, was one of the reasons, I'm sure, that led me to chronic adrenal fatigue and that led me to um, to burnout was because I w- this was what one area is really important to me. But building a successful business was also very important to me. And I was raised that if one wants to build a successful business, they have to work really hard and sacrifices 
have to be made and the sacrifices that had to be made in my world was time with my family and my health and wellness. So it created this really mm, messed up. <laughs> I was like, how do I say this? This created this really messed up business that I had because it really wasn't connected to my to my values. And so when I talk about creating a purpose driven business, I'm you know talking about tying in our values, tying about what kind of life we want to create. And how we can use our businesses as a vehicle to the life. Because what I have found is that not always is your choice of business or your choice of career uh, your purpose. Your purpose might be something completely different or it might be related and you might not be doing it. So how do you then create a business as the vehicle to the life that you want? And you're going to hear me say that over and over and over again. Right. So welcome again for those of you who just joining me. I want to thank you so much for being here. Again, my name is Ranshaw Ben Bryson. Today we're talking about creating a purpose-driven business. I am a sacred business coach. I'm founder of the Sacred Art of Business Academy, um, where I connect conscious entrepreneurs with their audience. I'm the co-founder of Clarity Confidence Connection Summit and Events. And I also have my own business, <clears throat> pardon me, my own coaching business uh, called Ignite Your Success coaching and consulting. And with all of that said, let's dive into, you know, some of the three points that I want to talk about. So in summary, what we're going to talk about today is defining your purpose and your values and how do you align them with your business mission. Number two, how can you use your business as a vehicle for positive change in your community or your industry? And number three, we're going to talk about incorporating sustainability and ethical practices into your business operations. So I um, say over and over again that I that the principles of business are simple, right? Meaning there's these pillars. There's a pillar of marketing. Um, there's a pillar of sales, a pillar of operations. And then long ago, I had one of my uh, collaborators say uh, she felt that another pillar that should be talked about is personal development. So we can say personal development and or spiritual development. And so this is the premise of business being simple. Now, within that, there's all of these different moving parts, right? And so that's kind of what I want to talk about are what are the moving parts in creating a sustainable business, in, in creating a business that's the vehicle and helping you live your life on purpose, in purpose, uh, in purpose, like on in with purpose, right? because I think that's also important, you know. And so if we started first and foremost with the vision, the vision of your business, which is one category, but also the vision of your life. And I think what happens with business coaches, especially, is they really focus on tactics and foundations and systems and processes in business, which is important. But we forget that we first are human beings. Then uh, along with that, then we have these other pieces of us. And so we have a life. And so what does the life, what does our life look like? What do we want our life to look like? So if we start with that, if we start with the idea of, um, I guess, how do you know that you're living your purpose or how do you know what your purpose is? And so there's a couple of different things that I've used in my past and in presently to kind of figure that out. 
So the first one is to think about your life in general and all the times that you felt really fulfilled and what were you doing? So all of the times that you felt really fulfilled and what you were doing. Think about when was the first time you actually felt fulfilled? So if the, if the word fulfilled doesn't resonate with you, then use a word that you resonate with. So, but when was the first time that you felt fulfilled, right? And what are maybe some of the common threads, the theme, the denominator, common denominator? So let me give you an example. The first time that I really felt like on purpose, I was about 15 or 16 years old. Um, I'm, I grew up in Saskatchewan, which is a province next to me where I, like, I live in the province of Alberta. I live in the country of Canada. And so I was living um, in a small town uh, called Humboldt, Saskatchewan. So those of you from Humboldt, yay Humboldt. Uh, and uh, I was speaking on stage in a high school in Watrous, Saskatchewan, Sultan, about the benefits of joining Alateen. And so Alateen is a 12-step program that is for children um, of alcoholics or children of people who are being affected by alcoholism. Now, I was on stage because I was sharing that your parents uh, or whoever, whomever you are being affected by didn't have to belong to AA or Al-Anon for you to go to Alateen and that there was hope and there was answers out there and that it was based in anonymity so no one would no one would talk about you being there no one would know that you were there other than the other people who were in the 12-step program meaning Alateen as a 12-step program and that there was this place there was a safe space for you to come if you were being affected by alcoholism and I remember being on this stage I was super nervous when I went up but I do remember thinking I meant to do this. I meant to be on stage and I meant to be sharing my story. And so there was a couple more times throughout high school that I did that. I went into university. Um, I decided to uh, to actually go into education. So I was in pre-ed, so pre-education, so it was arts and science basically in my first year um, of school. And I hated university. I just thought it was, um, I just struggled. And I struggled because I was going through some personal things, but I also struggled because I didn't, um, I felt I felt out of place at the university. Um, you know, I, there's, there's so many things that were going on in my, in my personal life. But I remember wanting to be there so I could be an educator, right? And so I did my first year of um, arts and science, applied to get into education and didn't get in because my grades weren't um, weren't strong enough. And so then I spent my next year kind of asking what if or what what's next. Now, remember, I had this uh, this idea that I should be like in state, I should be on stage that I really wanted a message to share. And so that didn't align up at that point in time. Right. And so and, and not for a very, very long time. And so the next time it lined up for me, I had the Curves franchises. So I, you know, I am, ended up buying a Curves franchise, opened the first one in North Battleford, Saskatchewan. Yes, I'm a Saskatchewan girl. So I opened my first one in North Battleford, Saskatchewan. And um, in the Curves franchise, we had it was it's uh, the equipment 
was hydraulic equipment. So without getting too much into that, but it was placed in a circle, right? A community. And I remember being in the center of the circle, watching everyone work out to ensure that they were using um, the machines correctly. And then I just remember talking about some of the things that I learned about curves. So I was educating the users on why they should be working out hard, why they should be checking their heart rate, all the things that they should be doing. There was a, it was a weight loss center. So I started talking about the importance of reading labels and what the labels could mean. And I started talking about some of the personal development things. And so the second time that I had this awareness of, oh my goodness, I'm, this is, the, this is what I should be doing was that curves. And so because I was in the center of the circle and I was educating and I was sharing my experience, sharing my expertise so that other people could see their value and that they would have a positive impact in their life. And then other opportunities to speak, to be on stage came from there. And so um, I knew at that time that my purpose wasn't curves franchises necessarily, although I was going to use the franchises to fulfill my purpose. But my purpose was to let women know you are perfectly fine the way that you are and it's okay to want more. So it's kind of like, regardless at that time, regardless of what your health and wellness is, regardless of what your body looks like, regardless of where you are in your journey, you're beautiful and you're perfect. And if you want more, don't feel bad. Don't feel bad about not wanting a belly. Don't feel bad. Don't have any guilt or shame about taking time away from your family to exercise and to take care of yourself. That theme of it's important that you love you. It's important that you take care of you. It's important that you know that you're okay. It's essential that you practice self-love, self-confidence, self-esteem came at the very early age of 16. And again, I was 31 when I opened. So 15 later, like 15 years later, that theme showed up again. And so I'm sure you have moments like that in your life. So even if you don't own your own business or your business isn't your purpose, I'm fortunate enough that mine is, I became aware of what my purpose is. So really my purpose is, and I have it written down on a little sticky note, and it, it changes, right? And it's not there to remind me in the sense of I don't remember my purpose. But when things kind of get tough, when I get stuck, right, I can look at it. And this is what it says. So it hasn't changed much since I was 16, which is, my purpose is to share my experiences, to have influence and impact so that other women can accept themselves, to integrate, to implement and embody the information and knowledge that they ever have, they already have, to integrate and embody the tools so that this would be liberation and wealth. I would use the word prosperity and abundance for them and others. And I've had this written since I was about I think I was probably 17 when I wrote this and throughout the different lights and out. So a sticky note right by my desk. So I've known this for a long time. You know, I've been fortunate. But what about you? What can you look back now? Don't do this exercise, I guess. Don't like take a journal out if you're driving, um, you know, but think about it. What are some of the common themes for you in your life? 
right? And again, it might not be related to what you do in your business or what you do in your profession. It might be a volunteer experience that you've had. It might be an, ex an experience you've had at a young age and you've not had that any um, when you got to be older. And that's okay. But it really starts with defining your purpose. What does that mean? All right. Let's go to our first break. I can't wait to share more with you. Uh, thank you so much for joining me here live or later on. My name is Ranchal. You're on Inspired Choices Network. The show that you're here with is me, with me, is Ignite Your Success with Ranchal. Many of us view success as something that you arrive at, something you pursue, something that you will have to make happen. What if you ignited success within yourself? What if you viewed success differently? change the way you look at it would you feel differently about yourself and your journey tuning in to ignite your success with entrepreneurial success coach ranchelle van bryce you'll receive tools and insight to ignite your very own success differently join ranchelle wednesdays on inspiredchoicesnetwork.com at 5 p.m eastern 4 p.m central 3 p.m mountain 2 p.m pacific Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Welcome back to Ignite Your Success with Ranchell. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to rvb at igniteyoursuccess.ca. Welcome back, everyone. So before the break, I talked about defining your purpose. Um, and I gave you just a simple, like, things to think about uh, when you know you're living maybe in purpose or on purpose without even knowing maybe you were doing that, right? And so and the next step in this defining your purpose is to align your values uh, and I would say your your values, your personal values into ensuring that it aligns with your business values, because that's where the disconnect might be. And also aligning it with maybe a business mission or a vision for your and or a vision for your life. So there's like many different um, prongs to this first step. Right. So. If you've never taken a value assessment, um, I would highly encourage you to do that. There's, you know, lots available on Google. It's really funny. I was just saying and uh, sharing earlier with the producers here that um, I'm creating one right now, a value assessment right now. And so, I mean, feel free to connect with me. And as soon as I have that uh, created, which will be sometime this week, I'm happy to share it with you. And so um, but aligning those particular values and creating a business mission 
or a life mission statement. Now, this doesn't have to be overly complicated. It can be in your own words. It can even be just like a piece of paper. This is my purpose. This is right. This is what I align to. So I use my purpose as part of what I align my business mission to. If you have never written a, a mission statement or a vision statement for your life and or your business, here is a great opportunity. Uh, if you've not played around with open chat or uh, chat GPT yet, that might be a fun place to, to start playing around. Um, it's not, uh, uh, I've been spending lots of time playing with, uh, with the artificial intelligence. It's not meant to replace anybody, meaning I still have people in my world that like are writing for me and all of those things, but it does take some of the pre-work that I have to do before I send the work off. That's what I'm loving about it. But just, you know, just kind of think about that as far as like a business mission. Do you have one? Um, if you don't have one, maybe you want to consider, you know, doing that. Do you know what your values are? I mean, and, and do you actually know what they are? You might have a sense of what your values, but have you ever looked at like a value assessment and a value sheet and actually like taken a look at it? And so, you know, when I started to do it, I thought, again, that family was the most would be my top value. And what came um, out of me working through a value assessment sheet was it wasn't a family. It was love. That love was actually my top and, and acceptance was my top two values, which was um, not anywhere near what I thought it was. So that's what was so really interesting. So what's most important to you, right? What's your purpose? And then um, I think one of the, how do you stay aligned with your business mission or how do you stay in alignment? I would suggest having some sort of routine or practices to keep you connected. So I would say practices for me to keep connected to my divine self, right, uh, is what I use. So I have a morning routine of meditation, contemplation, and or breath work, and or journaling, and or reading, like it doesn't have to be the one way, uh, the same way every day. But those are a list of things that I practice seven days a week. So it's not like Monday to Friday, I stay connected. It's like I, I stay connected seven days a week, 365 days a year. It's kind of like, I used to have weekends and be like, oh, I'm sleeping in because it's the weekend. Part of my routine is to not sleep in. So I'm awake um, and I'm awake partially, certainly because I have a morning call that I lead every morning at 8 a.m. Mountain Standard Time called the Pathway to Success. It's a mindset call, um, which is open for people to apply for if you're wanting some you know, extra inspiration. Uh, connect with me. I'd love to share more about that, what that looks like, because it's open to the public. And, um, you know, so I'm awake because of that. And however, you know, that's not till 8 a.m. So my so my morning routine part of that is being awake between six and it varies. It does. It varies between 6 a.m. and 7 a.m. Right. So depending on how much rest my body requires, which is determined when I go to bed. Right. And so there's different things that I used to use for that. So that's kind of how I align my own personal values with my business. So I use my business as the vehicle to the life that I want. But so part of this also, before we get into using your business to the life that you want, is to be clear, 
what kind of life do you want? Right. And so this is so very, very important. Do you want a laptop lifestyle? Right. Do you want to be able to do what you do anywhere in the world? Do you want to um, work towards having multiple properties? Do you want to be in a tiny home? Do you want to have lots of family around you and lots of friends around you? Do you want or do you want to live in a back cave? Right. Like all of those things. A perfect world. What would a uh, amazing life feel like and look like for you? And so I'll go into feelings. What would it feel like, right? My perfect world feels magical and is full of peace and prosperity and um, really deep connections. So not a volume of connections, but really, really deep connections. A perfect world for me is one of exploration, one of um, study, because I love learning, right? One where I'm, I'm, I value of love, right? Uh, love of self and love of others. So what kind of life do you want? How do you want to feel in your life? Because then you start aligning your business or your career with that. Now, remember, your purpose, your, your um, mission, right, might not what be what you do in business. Right. So I can go back to curves. My purpose my, my, wasn't to own curves franchises. Right. It was a, it was meant to be a vehicle to create the purpose that I wanted. Right. And there, I'm going to share with you, there was there was a time where I lost myself in owning a business and I started to work really hard for the money. I lost my way. Right? And not because I was working hard for money, but I was working hard and sacrificing my health and wellness, which is a value that I have. That's why I owned a gym, uh, right? And sacrificing my family, which was another value, although it was a family, it was love that I had for uh, recognition. Uh, and so that, and truly it was, I made all these sacrifices so that my parents, who I was in business with, would approve of me. So I was, I was working, I was sacrificing my personal stuff to be in a proving energy. Right? And so the next number two step that I want to talk about is how you can use your business as a vehicle for positive change in your community or your industry. And so I want to start with your industry. So here's some of the questions that I started to ask. And I really start to ask this more so when I started this coaching business in 2018. And so, um, you know, I was asked one day, uh, I was reading a book called uh, Blue Ocean Strategy. And so, and, and I was speaking to someone who had, who had read uh, Blue Ocean Strategy. And so one of the questions that, that we came up with was, what do you feel like is broken in your industry? So what do you feel is broken in your industry? So I was thinking about the coaching world at that time and the sales and marketing world because I used to own, after Curves, I owned a sales and marketing um, business. So I, I kept on thinking, well, what's broken with my industry? What's broken with my industry, right? And so, um, so what I came to realize is what's broken with my industry in the coaching world is several things, is that a lot of coaches project their pile of poo onto clients, 
right? That they think that they have the answers and their answers has to be the answer of the client. So they're not really coaching. They're, they, they pretend, they, under, under the guise of coaching, I'll say pretend, but they're actually what they're doing is consulting, which is a great skill set to have, but it's different than coaching. So that was the first thing. Um, the second thing that I thought was broken in my industry was that people can coach without even having the experience. Now there's benefits to that, but it's also broken, right, in the industry. So anyone, so anyone, it's an unregulated industry. So anyone can become a coach. Now again, there's benefits to that, but there's also this piece I think is really broken in my industry of that. The third piece that's really broken in the industry is that on average, most coaches um, make a, 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 low, a, a lower income. And there's uh, reasons why that's that's there as well, which is also broken in the industry. Last, but certainly not least, what I thought was just broken in an online marketing world, which is what um, often we're part of when we're coaching, is that marketing people and salespeople do the best. This is my opinion and what I think is broken in my industry. They do their best to make you feel like a pile of poo, that you're not good enough, that you don't know enough, that you don't have what you need. And that you need to have a guru or expert to tell you what to do. And because they've done it in their business or in their industry, they have the right to make you feel like poo. And they will show you the way, which is the only way. And that your life will only get better if you buy their yellow widget. And that to me is really messed up in my industry. Because I believe there's a million different ways to get where we want to go right, to achieve what we want to achieve, to create a manifest, and that not one person has the answer. It's like I'm working with several different energy workers on some of the health challenges, and they all add value, right? I have several different coaches in my life. They all add value. I have mentors in my life. They all add value. Neither one of them has the right answer and the only way. And every time I invest it, thousands and thousands of dollars to have someone tell me that this is the only way I just end up feeling really shitty about myself and so and yes I had my own personal piles of poo I'm not blaming anyone but what I'm saying is that's what I believe is broken in my industry so if I want to create positive change in my industry and my community what I need to know is what's broken so my question for all of you is what is broken in your industry? If you thought, oh, if this could change my industry or in my community, it, everything would look completely different. Because here's what I came to the conclusion of being an entrepreneur, and I've been referring to myself lately as a spiritpreneur, <laughs> means taking responsibility for yourself and your business. And so what that means is looking at what's broken and realizing this next piece of it is how are you contributing to the brokenness? I don't think that's a word. But how are you contributing to the industry or community that's broke? Because lots of times what we need to ask ourselves is what's broken? Because then, then we can go, what's the solution? What, how can I contribute to remove what's broken and messed up in my industry? How can then I use my business as a vehicle for positive change, which is what the step two is when you're thinking about 
um, creating a purpose-driven business that can make positive impact. You need to be radically honest about your industry and about yourself. All right, so let's get um, let's take our next break. Thanks very much for for everyone. Pardon me for joining me here. My name is Ranchal Van Bryce. I'm so excited that you're here. You're on Inspired Choices Network. And just in case you didn't know, the show that you're here listening to is Ignite Your Success with Ranchal. Many of us view success as something that you arrive at, something you pursue, something that you will have to make happen. What if you ignited success within yourself? What if you viewed success differently, changed the way you look at it? Would you feel differently about yourself and your journey? Tuning in to Ignite Your Success with entrepreneurial success coach Ranchel Van Bryce, you'll receive tools and insight to ignite your very own success differently. Join Ranchel Wednesdays on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. Welcome back to Ignite Your Success with Ranchell. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to rvb at igniteyoursuccess.ca. Welcome back, everyone. So before the break, um, I was sharing with you how you can use your business business, pardon me, as a vehicle for positive change uh, in your community or industry. And I talked you know, very briefly about asking yourself some questions. The main question being what's kind of broken in your industry or your or your community. Um, and so you know, we're going to go into this third step here, uh, which is incorporate sustainability and ethical practices into your business operations. So this is how you create a purpose-driven business. Before we do that, though, every time I come and uh, have a show, I have uh, different oracle cards that I use. And so I always draw an oracle card for myself and for the group. And so I thought I would share with you what um, what came up for the group here, which is uh, from Colette Baron reads The Enchanted Map. And so the card is called Into the Unknown. And yeah, I love it. It's just some great here, actually, um, for those of you who are joining me on TV here. Right. Great artwork. And what it says here is trust and all will be revealed. And so life is an adventure and often new opportunities will arise that you won't even know how to deal with. This is one of those times you're required to trust that this new phase will reveal wonders and miracles as you step into unknown territory. Imagine that you are not only a pathfinder, but a path maker. Whatever your inquiry, trust that you'll be safe. 
stay aware as you discover new and marvelous territories and valuable treasures, which is really funny because the next card that um, we have is called protecting treasure. So there was two cards that kind of jumped out, which is so much fun. And it's being an awareness of how much treasure you have and not protect it in a sense of it not being enough or out of scarcity or fear, but just knowing how much value you hold and how much value you have. As I share with my morning group, you are divine. There's no separate. And so when we become aware of that, when we align ourselves to the thought, to the practice of I am divine, you know, I heard um, a quote a long time ago. I'm sorry, I can't remember who it's from. And if, when I can, I'm Robert Scheinfeld. Robert Scheinfeld, he had a, um, a practice that he had, and he used to say, I am the power and presence of God. And what he was sharing was there is no separate right the moment that we realize how connected we are then everything unfolds magically for us so this purpose-driven business and i'm talking about being aligned will unfold for you and remember you don't have to know the how you just need to know what you just need to know what. So as you decide the what the path unfolds you are a path maker a path creator Right. And so just trust, trust that you have everything that you need. Right. Trust in this particular case, I could say trust that you have everything that you need to create a purpose driven business that will make a positive impact. So the third step, incorporate sustainability and ethical practices into your business operations. Now, for a lot of you who are listening, um, for my people, it would be like, well, yeah, duh. Of course. However, here's what I want to share with you. Um, creating ethical practices, I think, is different than incorporating sustainability. And what do I mean by that? So in my new Sacred Art of Business Academy, the three pillars I talk about are sacred commerce, um, sacred economics, and sacred love as business practices. So no longer practicing sales, right, but thinking about what would sacred commerce look for everybody. And for me, bringing the act of sacredness in, right, which is respect for, for all, uh, understanding we're all connected, right, that there is no separate. When you're creating a business, and I think in a purpose-driven, aligned business, Everything you do is, is this a win for all? And if it's not a win for all, then you massage it. And I don't mean manipulate it, but maybe contemplate is a better word. You contemplate how can you create that, whatever that is, so that it's purposely, it's purposefully aligned with your purpose, your mission. How can you create a win for everyone? Now, at the surface level, that sounds really easy, right? There's so many times that people uh, settle or compromise or, un or, or are unsure or are hurt. Sacred wounds, um, there's wounds, well, sacred wounds, but wounds, core wounds and core fears show up in our life, therefore in our business every single day. And what I see and experience in my own self, but see um, in the world of business is that when someone's feelings are hurt, a core wound, a core fear is triggered, and then they come up and they behave 
out of the wound or fear versus out of sacred love. So I'm going to use my verbiage here. Versus out of sacred love. Versus out of imagining or having an empathy of this person said this. I wonder if everything's okay. Meaning like they don't normally behave that way. They don't normally lose their temper. Um, you know, uh, Rob, my partner, uh, he owns a U-Haul dealership here in Red Deer. So he's in the customer service industry. And we've talked lots about how different customer services, how angry and stressed people are, how demanding people are. And Rob, you know, and his crew, um, uh, talk with people at one of the most stressful times in the world, which is moving. And so their normal self doesn't always show up under the duress and under the stress of moving. And so he and I've had lots of conversation about how do you create boundaries where you're um, not accepting someone's behavior and creating enough space to give them the grace to not be on a place maybe that they would be their best behavior using that terminology loosely. So in, in, in that particular case, how would he incorporate sustainability and ethical practice into his business of operations? Because for him, an ethical practice for him is just, it needs to be just, not fair and not justice, but it needs to be just. His staff need to be treated fairly and just. He needs to be treated fairly and just. You know, um, he wants to treat people fairly and just. And so the slipping in that, I'll give that as an example, is the slippage can happen when someone is rude to him, where he's centered at is, is he in a place and space, right, where he is aligned with his purpose, right, which is just. And then how does that create into a win-win-win, which can be difficult in that situation. So that's why I use it as an example, because I mean, in my world of coaching, it's easier, I think, for me to create sustainability and ethical practices in my, because the people that I work with, I choose to work with, right? There is a, it's, there's a different alignment than if I had a, um, a store, like a storefront operational business, right? So how are you, how are you, uh, or how can you, right, create this? And what are, what's your definition of ethics and ethical practices? I think that's, and what's your definition of sustainability? And does it match your values of what you're saying? And does that match your, your mission statement, your personal mission statement? And can you align that to your purpose? So that's why there's so many layers to it. And so, yes, on surface, it sounds so easy to create a purpose, you know, um, driven, uh, having a purpose-driven um, mission and aligning the practices. So uh, um, how can you do this? So I think uh, certainly having an int uh, intuitively directing your energy when starting a new project or planning your business is important. Letting go of fear and trust the process. Right. So that's an all that's in both step number one and step number two as well. But letting go of fear and trust the process. How do you want people to feel in your business? Right. And um, so in your in, uh, yeah, in your business, because remember, we're talking about using your business as a vehicle to your purpose. How do you want people to feel Now you're not going to be able to please everyone. So my people pleasers 
in my world and who are listening to this, take a moment to realize this isn't about people pleasing, but this is about how do you want people to feel at all levels, at the entry point, in the experience of your business, after they leave your business, staying in contact with your business. Is it a one and done business or is it an over and over again business? How do you want the different people? If you're working with vendors, how do you want them to feel? If you're working with clients, how do you want them to feel, right? These are all so important. And you can intuitively, you can intuit how you want this. I mean, you can certainly use your head to think about it. I'm suggesting, though, a purpose-driven business is about aligning oneself with intuition, right? And allowing intuition, allowing your divine presence in yourself to guide you. I my experience, my personal experience has been creating a purpose-driven business that makes a positive impact is much easier now that I'm integrating um, and embodying. So I use the universal laws uh, from Raymond Hollywell um, to, to practice. So embodying that core work so that I can be spirit-led, right? So that, that my ego is part and parcel. We need both. But certainly for me, it's been about following divine guidance has really been the key for me to create this sustainability and ethical practices. And remembering it's ongoing. It, it truly isn't like a one and done, a one and done, right? And so I think that's so important. All right, let's pause here for a moment. Let's go to our last commercial break. Thank you so much for joining me here on Inspired Choices Network. My name is Ranchelle Van Bryce. You're here on uh, Inspired Choices Network on the show, Ignite Your Success with Ranchelle. Many of us view success as something that you arrive at, something you pursue, something that you will have to make happen. What if you ignited success within yourself? What if you viewed success differently, changed the way you look at it, would you feel differently about yourself and your journey? Tuning in to Ignite Your Success with Entrepreneurial Success Coach Ranchelle Van Bryce, you'll receive tools and insight to ignite your very own success differently. Join Ranchelle Wednesdays on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific. Welcome back to Ignite Your Success with Ranchelle. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to rvb at igniteyoursuccess.ca. All right. Welcome back, everyone. So today we are talking about how to create a purpose-driven business that makes a positive impact. And I gave you three steps. So let's kind of go into the summary of them. <clears throat> Number one, define your purpose and values and align them with your business mission. Right. Number two, how can you use your business? So I guess deciding how can you use your business as a vehicle for positive change in your community or industry? And number three was incorporating sustainability and ethical practices into your business operations, which I mean, for a lot of people be like, as I said, like the duh statement, but there's so many times, you know, when you're creating your business and you're, so if we don't use different words for, versus ethical, though, I think it's important. 
also is your values. Are you experiencing a value disconnect between your personal values and how you've set up your business or your personal values and your and um, you know and your professional choice of career? Because if that happens, then um, I mean, then your life feels so disconnected. Then there's stress, there's anxiety, there's um, dis-ease comes. Like there's so many, so many consequences of having that value disconnect. And so when you think about this, again, this purpose-driven business, your business doesn't have to be your purpose. And I think I just want to spend our last few minutes, you know, talking about that. And so, so what does that mean? So I'm fortunate enough that part of my purpose, as I shared with all of you, is to share my experience to influence and impact other women, right? So that they can, so short term, so that they can love themselves. They can see how amazing they are. Now I could say entrepreneurial women. I could say both men and women, but that's like long ago, it was that. When I look at like my big hairy audacious goal, when I really look at what is it that I would like, my, my really big vision, right? My really big vision is to, um, to create a space and a place where the impact that I had at a young age from the 12-step program, where I could make that available to like all teenagers and all of their um, parents, whether it be their mom or dad, right? So take what I learned, the principles of that, so that someone doesn't have to join Alateen, right, which is a program, a 12-step program for, for children who have been affected by alcoholism, but teaching young people the things that I um, teach, educate, coach, and consult in, in my business, right, and do it in like a global, a global way to have a global impact, right, and so when I think about that's really my purpose. Like my purpose is to speak to, um, to not only women, but if I expanded that, is is to speak to children, to share with with kids, um, because there's so many kids that right now that are stressed out, they're having panic attacks, anxiety attacks, are suffering from depression, and I believe it's because they feel powerless. And powerless, not in a positive way, because there is um, actual benefits to um, accepting when we're powerless, which is probably a whole other show. right? But looking at it from that perspective of what does that look like? Right. So when I think about my purpose, everything in my business world um, needs to go towards that. Now, I'm lucky because they're so connected. But let's say uh, they weren't. Let's say I owned a shoe store, right? Um, or, uh, oh, if I was going to own a store, I'd, I'd own a bookstore. I love shoes too. But I would own a bookstore, like, um, uh, you know, a, a stationery and bookstore. Like, oh, I love books, right? Uh, and so that if I was to own a storefront business, that's what it would be at. My vision, uh, my mission, my purpose would still be the same. So then I would I would ask myself, how can I create this business to be the vehicle to that? It doesn't mean I'd have to give up my business or my profession. They can be connected. And I think that's what happens when we think about, well, I don't know what my purpose is and what I'm doing right now. I hear that lots. Well, what I do right now has nothing to do with my purpose. I'm like, it can though. Your profession or your business can be the link, can be the vehicle to your purpose. 
And so please don't get caught up in that you're not living your purpose, right? And you're not doing, your business has nothing to do with your purpose, but rather think outside the box. Think about how could I, how could I create that to happen? What would need to shift within you so that that would happen, right? What a shift in mindset? Do you need a different skill set? Like what would need to change? What would need to transform in order for that to happen? But before any of that can happen, you need clarity, clarity of what your purpose is. Now, there's a great tool out there uh, called human design. In fact, Jennifer Kramer Lewis, who's on Inspired Choices Network, she talks about human design. And so um, in your human design is your life purpose, is your mission. And so if you're really lost, you know, I would suggest that you um, go and you do some, I'm, I'm a researcher by trade, you know, uh, go and look up free human design chart and you'll get a chart and it won't make any sense. Um, I just want to warn you, it won't make any sense. So you might need to reach out to someone to help you read it. Uh, you might want to do what I did. I started to do it with all the free stuff on YouTube. And then eventually I found someone to do a reading. And then eventually I got connected to Jennifer, right? And so I love human design. I'm fascinated by it. I am not yet certified in it. I just am fascinated. I'm, I'm, I call, I say I'm magnificently obsessed with human design. But for me, I'll end, um, as we're ending our time together, the, for me, the benefit of understanding the human design was it laid it out right there. It laid everything out for me in words that I could understand. So although I had like grade, what, grade eight words, right, to my mission statement, to my purpose, and I, and I found it in an old journal, um, and it wasn't quite worded this way. When I did my human design, it was able to tie everything together so that I could know that I could use my practice, my coaching business um, for my purpose. And I said, like I said, I'm I'm fortunate enough uh, that I created a business, the vehicle that's really, really tied into um, connected, intertwined. That's a better word, intertwined with my life purpose. And so. I urge you to explore what that might look like for you. So at the beginning of this, there was just some questions, some simple question, right, of what keeps on showing up in your life that you feel fulfilled. So if you didn't get anything other than that from today, looking at what's fulfilling you in your past and your present, and what if you could be tied to your purpose? And what if you tied your profession and your business to create this purpose, to have this purposeful life so you could create more impact and influence in your life? What would your life look like and feel like when you do that? Not if, but when. Thanks. Thank you for listening to Ignite Your Success with Ranchelle. Ranchelle returns Wednesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, be big, be bold, be brilliant, be you.